Hello and good morning, good afternoon, and in some places, good evening. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and ladies and gentlemen, we have an outstanding 90 minutes prepared for you. The whole entire panel is here. We have three hot-button topics we're going to get into. But before we get into the introductions, before we get into the actual podcast itself, there are a couple of like you know house cleaning things I want to do. First of all, uh, like I have been promising for quite some time, Mrs. Boomstick and I have finally launched our merch store. It is available at teespring.com. I'll drop the link in there for you. Uh, I have not uh, hooked it up directly with the YouTube channel as of yet because I, I actually don't know how to do that. And I'm going to ask Lord Cognito to give me a hand on how to actually do that. Uh, but I do have my own. Well, we have our own page. Again, I'll drop that link in here. Uh, we started out with uh, five, five or six designs to start. Uh, I'm working uh, with, um, uh, and again, shout out to the artists. And I got to shout them out live on the air. First of all, Ben Kenobi has been uh, at the forefront of these designs. We've been working together since the middle of last year. I'm waiting on one design for Breakfast with Boom, but for the most part, he has delivered on everything. Um, I also got to shout out the Richter. Uh, who uh, who made the Mr. Boomstick XL in the Captain America colors. And then I don't know if he did it on purpose or he didn't, but there are a, there is a Hydra color one that is called uh, Mr. Boomstick XL Hydra. Of course, it's spelled different, bad guy. And it's in the green and blue and the Hydra colors, which looks really dope. Um, and I also got to shout out Sean Labrie, who uh, redesigned the Double Barrel Gaming logo, the same way Ben Kenobi did, just came at it from a different angle. That is going to be going up. And as you can see, if you go to the YouTube channel now, everything is in uniform, including the intros and, of course, the overlays that you see in front of you. Uh, I've, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're only doing the channel. We're not even five years doing the channel, but this is, it appears that March is going to be a big month for the channel. Uh, we hit four over four million um, views earlier uh, last week. We launched our store over the weekend, and we are 35 subscribers away from 12K. So this is going to be a big month for us uh, for a multitude of reasons. And obviously, we would never have been here if it wasn't for you. Again, if you're interested in the merch, I know if there's if there's a specific item that you'd like to order that isn't a part of it, let me know, DM me, or message me in some way, uh, and we can add it. Uh, we can add up to 15 different items per design. I think we have six or seven. We have both hoodies. We have all the T-shirts, um, and we have a, a mug. The mugs look dope. I'm not going to lie. And, I, and again, um, I think you're really going to like the designs. Two more on the way. I'm going to add those to the store later on today. But thank you again for allowing us to do this again if there's there's no one to listen to the show there's no merch to sell and uh you know we we do appreciate it but let's get into the introductions web dave first of all brother Yo. welcome back uh you had an amazing show yesterday with retri and i'm talking about talk about a dynamic duo in mav and pong soul to join you good stuff and of course today you launched your interview with frame a game uh, they're doing some really amazing work, especially if you like gaming artwork. Talk about it, brother. How you doing? 
I'm doing great, Boom. Thank you so much for having me here. Uh, a couple of quick things. Uh, one, uh, the, the link uh, to your um, new merch store is uh, dropped in the chat several times. People can click right thank on you, that. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh, thank you. No worries. Also, I uh, also want to welcome out uh, Boxing Burger, 3-Bit, Chaos Sante, Crispy Bomb, uh, panel members that are all in the chat right now. Thank you guys for, for joining today. Boom loves the support. And uh, what was it that Kay said? Kay said you need to... Um, Please add a V-neck T, bro. <laughs> yes, I, I, yeah, okay, all right. I will add the V-neck, the V-neck T. <laughs> there you go, there you go. But, uh, but, but, man, yeah, uh, great interview um, on um, on uh, last night uh, with the um, with Pong Soul and and Mav PM and the PM. Both the guys were there. We we got in deep and heavy into uh, Starfield and and what it means and all the backlash and craziness that uh, some of that stuff has caused we we got into that it was fun we had a lot of great members in the chat we, we really appreciate the turnout um but did the framing game man the one thing you'll get from that show is that he has a huge variety of 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 stuff that he's done of games i, I thought maybe there'd be like 10 or 15 <laughs> no 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 there's hundreds of games any format any kind of thing you can think of any of does custom jobs as well too and he plus he does all these great giveaways. I mean, big, huge giveaways, autographed copies of games, giveaways from some of the big people too. So you you want to check that out? Uh, it's it's a, it's an awesome interview. I was I was definitely blessed to have that. And and man, I can hardly wait to get into the topics today. Boom! It's crazy in here, man. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a lot to get into for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, there's been a lot. This, I mean, again, the, the game, the gaming news gods have been very, very uh, uh, generous in in the last couple of weeks. I'd even dare say months. And we have three big ones to get into today. Crazy Lou Gaming, brother, welcome back. I I, thought, I I was a little nervous. I'm like, is the time change going to maybe delay Crazy Lou? But nope, he was here first. And folks, I didn't know this until I learned this today. The Dominican Republic does not change the time, so we're good. How how you feeling, brother? Welcome back. Man, I'm feeling super awesome today, super high. I mean, we're talking about one of my favorite games, Doom. Man, I love Doom to death, man. That's one of my favorite games, and we got a lot of spicy stuff going down today. Woohoo! Yeah, Yeah, we we, we absolutely do. And I I can't wait to get it. I actually didn't know that Doom was one of your favorite games. Uh, and uh, we'll be talking about the Mighty Doom. Uh, that's 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 a hot that's a hot button topic, and I think it is the first and opening salvo to what's going to happen once ABK closes. Microsoft is going to come at gaming big time. Uh, you know, we they, they they've attempted you know a few things before. We're going to get into it. Uh, you know, as you know, with one of the opening topics, but uh, I'm very interested to see what they could do for mobile because you know the mobile is still considered. You know, quote unquote taboo by some of the diehard gamers. Like, oh, I would never play mobile, that, you I, peasant. I, I was playing mobile for three hours yesterday in Marvel Snap, and my God, is that game amazing? Um, I, I was one of them. I mean, I I, never, I wasn't a really big mobile fan until Vampire Survivors. I mean, that's the that's the game I play on my mobile. I love Vampire Survivors mobile. That's, that's a good one, game. and it's it, it, that that's a that's a great pickup and play. That's a, that's a great, great pick-up-and-play game, whether you're on the X or you're on your phone or your tablet or whatever. But we're going to get into that momentarily. Uh, crazy, uh, crazy Lou, I just talked to you, Crazy Lou. Fuzzy Belvedere, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? You know, we were talking in the green room. You got some ideas about maybe the next time Microsoft decides to do a Forza mobile game, what they can mm-hmm. do. How you feeling, brother? 
Oh, I'm doing great and glad to be here with you guys. And like you said, the uh, gaming news gods have been uh, pretty cool to us over these past few weeks. And man, some pretty interesting topics to get into. And man, I can't wait. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, the next the next time they do a, like a Forza Street or something like that, they do some sort of like combination between the, you know, Horizon and Motorsport game where some of your rewards carry over. But we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> Yeah, we, we are definitely going to get into that momentarily. Shout out to Boxenberg. Uh, obviously, he's been a big part of the Xbox Factor podcast, but he got a new position, so he does. he's not as, as available as he used to be. Definitely get and check out him and Dutch on Thursdays. Uh, obviously, he does an amazing job over there. Um, and uh, his channel, folks, he's closing on 6K. Let's get him there, folks. Let's get him to 6K. He's at 5,700. That's huge. Uh, so shout out to Boxenberg. Uh, uh, shout out to Crispy Bomb, who has been keeping it one uh, or keeping it a buck, as the kids like to say on on these Twitter streets. You know, making us laugh when he goes to town on a certain person or people that will not be named, at least on this podcast. But uh, <laughs> shout out to you, brother. Listen, let me get to the two super chats that have come in. Actually, three of them has come in. Let me see. Okay, it is it is two. Uh, Ballantone, who's been a channel member for three months, says, uh, "Okay, will you do international shipping, Mister Boom?" Um, I actually don't do the shipping. I believe that Teespring does ship internationally. Uh, you have to check out the website for sure. Yes. It will tell you where you... I'm, I believe that they do ship internationally. Um, Jacob Novik drops not one, but two uh, Super Chats. The first one of $2 says, Mighty Doom needs Xbox achievements via linking. I agree a thousand freaking percent. Uh, anything I do with Xbox, I want achievements because, well, I'm an achievement or master, so... There's that. And he drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, sorry to mention it, but did you see the guy hopes that SG uh, yeah, the SGC gets hacked successfully and gets shut down? Yeah, I did. We're gonna talk about Stalker about that specific thing tomorrow. Uh, I have a whole show written for that. Um I did see it, Jacob. I think that the person that said it is disgusting. Um, we will read verbatim what this animal of a human being said about the team that is making Stalker 2 um, tomorrow on on uh, the Xbox Factor podcast. Like I said, I, I already wrote the show today. I saw that this morning, and that's just gross. If you, I mean, wow, because the game isn't coming to PlayStation, you wish that the, that the game gets hacked and they go out of business. You are, And to put that out there in this, uh, for people to read, like if you, think, if you think that in your head, you need to sit down on the couch with somebody because it's just games. But you say that publicly, you a you should shut down your account and b you should go up and sit on the couch and speak to somebody and get those anger issues out because that's not good uh listen let's get into the show let's open up with mighty doom uh mighty doom is uh the first big bethesda game to come to mobile it is a new ip it is using of course the doom ip but it's not first person shooter folks uh, and uh, it, uh, the pre-register went live last week, and it has over a million people at last check. Now, it could be double. It could be triple that. Um, why I wanted to talk about this today isn't because the game is going to win Game of the Year. Uh, it is a mobile game. Mobile is a huge audience. In fact, according to Phil Spencer, one of the biggest audiences outside of PC gaming. Right, uh, millions and millions and millions of people um, play on mobile. 
And I understand that to some, for some, mobile is a non-existent platform. And if I, if you don't play on mobile, or there's nothing that catches your fancy because you're either, you know, PCMR or you're a console person, and that's where you stay, hey, that's that's perfectly fine. No one's going to argue with you. But mobile makes a lot of money, uh, and it's it's the driving force, folks, for Microsoft's Activision Blizzard King acquisition i know that the call of duty has been at the headlines and jim ryan has made it his business to lie and we're going to get into how weak they have appeared uh we got a story from paul tassing coming the way of forbes um and he seems to think that sony is unraveling at its core uh they have now stooped to as low to lie on everything rather than bring actual facts and this is coming from uh you know lying jim ryan who is uh, been doing their best to try and, uh, you know, stagnate the information of third party, which is going to be coming soon, uh, thanks to the judge of the FTC that says no more shenanigans, buddy. We want to see we want to see the contracts. And when those contracts come out, I think Sony is finished. Um, and, uh, you know, again, we will talk about that momentarily. But Fuzzy, I, I want to go to you first on this mm-hmm. because mobile is an aspect you know, like we, I'm, we don't make a dime, right? From talking about, you know, if, if the deal goes through, none, nobody here on the panel is going to get a check from Microsoft. Says, hey guys, good job, pat on the ass. Here's a million dollars for talking, talking us up, and writing a letter to the, you know, the CMA, which I did personally, by the way. Um, but mobile is an area where Xbox has zero footprint. They've tried Forza, right? You, we're going to talk about Forza in a second. I actually like Forza Street. I, folks, I put 20 or 30 hours into that game. I'm not even going to front. I, I, I got achievements from it. I was proud. I really enjoyed my time. Uh, we saw them release the Gears Pop, which, you know, it's a, it's a, the kitty Gears thing. I, I Again, I probably put about 20 hours, maybe even 25 hours into that game. And I'm not a quote-unquote mobile guy but i like different experiences i like gaming on all platforms whether i'm playing on a switch and it's animal crossing with mrs boom or i'm playing the resident evil 4 uh demo like which is which if you didn't play it my god what's wrong with you and that's gonna that's that looks really good i mean it looks really good um but they tried with forza and you seem to think that it was um it w- they didn't put their best foot forward, meaning that there was no integration outside of achievements when you came to other Forza games. Again, they don't currently have a footprint. Um, they're trying to own King, which, of course, is going to give them a huge... It's not going to give them just a footprint, folks. It's going to give them both hands and both feet and maybe their face. You know what I'm saying? Because King is one of the biggest mobile uh, publishers in gaming. And, and and it's why Microsoft wants to own the company because they don't have a footprint and they want to. When you look at, uh, and we'll get into, you know, specifically what they did with Forza, but I, I want you, I want to get your opinion on how different of a way to look at Doom, the Mighty Doom is, because it's, it's not a first person shooter as opposed it's a, Almost like a Twix, uh, a twin stick shooter kind of a thing. Um, it's different. 
it's cute as hell. If you watch the video, why watch the trailer? I, I and, and you know what? I, while you're talking, maybe I'll bring up the trailer. You guys can check it out. Um, what what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is just the opening salvo? Do do you expect Microsoft or Bethesda or obviously their own? You know, Microsoft owns them all. Do you think that this is going to be something that Microsoft moves forward with? Could we see other big IPs make its way over to mobile? I, I hope we do. <clears throat> see, the big thing is with when it comes to mobile games, a lot of them are your your typical uh, style where you play for a bit, you you lose lives or you lose your your playthrough, and it's like oh, for twenty five cents or watch these commercials, you can continue playing. And I hope. Microsoft is able to bring more games that are kind of like what you would expect to find on console, but like a smaller experience version of it and, and try those on mobile or, or try different things on mobile since, you know, like with uh, the Mighty Doom, since it's not going to be first person, it's more of like a twin stick shooter that could lead to future, you know, iterations of Doom on the console where it's like a twin stick shooter similar to like, um, uh, I, f I forget that one game that came out. Uh, the beginning of this generation, but it was like a um, a co-op, um, you know, cyberpunk type game. Uh, I forget. I, the name escapes me right now, but th there's so many different options that they have or opportunities that they have. Like one of the things you were talking about with like Forza Street, it was great that they had achievements for that, but I would have loved to have it where some of the cars you unlock or some of the things you unlock for the cars would carry over to your Forza Horizon or your Forza Motorsport, you know, account. So that way, having that integration, it doesn't seem like it's like totally separate experiences. They can kind of link and, and benefit, you know, your 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 enjoyment of Forza as a whole, no matter whether you're playing on your phone while you're, you know, at the bank or at the grocery store or whatever, or you can play in front of your TV sitting, uh, you know, on the couch or at your computer desk playing on your PC. Any of those experiences have some sort of intertwined or, or relative benefit for it to carry over. So if they can do things along those lines with like, let's say Doom or let's say down the road, let's say they try like a, a quantum break or something partner up with the, since they have like a partial ownership of the IP partner up with remedy, but say, Hey, we, we just want to do like a smaller experience before we commit to like a quantum break too. Let's say you could have that mobile experience as something that one garner, see if you can like kind of test the interest in that IP as well as try some different things that, you may not have even thought of during like the, the console version of the game or the PC version of the game that may carry over to the console, you know, sequel down the road or, or things that can be integrated. Like some of the, you know, um, uh, time space things where you, you kind of go back in time and, and review certain areas. Maybe that could be something that carries over into the next game as far as some of your playthrough time and things like that. But uh, yeah, mobile and as a whole is a good area for them to get into just for the fact that a lot of people are, are trying xCloud on their phone or, or on their Steam Deck or on that uh, LG portable. Having a true mobile game uh, experience or version of some of these games would be pretty cool as well. Like I, I like playing what was it? The fallout shelter for a good bit. That was a nice one to play and, and kind of pass the time type of thing. So yeah, I, King 
being part of the ABK deal, I know that's going to be probably the, the biggest catalyst for the whole mobile aspect, but a lot of their studios and the IPs that they have now, they could definitely bring over and, and try some different things. And Hey, I'm all for them trying and, and bringing more games to us, even if it's still on like a smaller screen experience. Hey, it, like the drag racing in Forza Street was pretty cool. Want to see more focus of it in the full size games. But, you know, if they're trying new things there and it carries over, all for it. So. Yeah, I agree. Uh, look, I'll say this. Um, Microsoft does not is not hurting for money. Um but if you add mobile to the conversation, uh, I think what it does besides challenge uh, Google and Apple uh, in regions like the UK and like the EU, um, what it will uh, what it will eventually do. And I and I folks, listen, let's call a spade a spade here. Okay, I, I'm I'm no business major, but I'm also not a boob. People, people who have major stock and who are going to make major money, they're salivating right now. You got to give them a tissue to wipe their mouth because of how much money they're going to make. But as a game, what, what does it what does it mean for us? What does it mean for you? What does it mean for me? Well, what it means for me, and again, I'm I'm completely speculating here, folks, is that with a mobile division making as much money as I think it's going to make. It will hold off any increase in something like Xbox Game Pass. Again, this is just me speculating. I could be a thousand percent wrong. There are people a heck of a lot more, uh, certainly smarter than I am. But if you are making money hand over fist in mobile, in something that you normally did not uh, equate your funds, your yearly funds to from, uh, it would at least stifen um the you know money from a from a location that you're not that they're not used to getting you add you add mobile to microsoft's yearly earnings i forget forget again i understand call duty is going to be big but if you if you just talk about mobile what that might ultimately do is keep game pass at 15 dollars even when something like ubisoft is added to it something like call of duty uh it, you know when you start to see microsoft's first party games from xbox game studio uh you start seeing the starfield games in there you start seeing call of duty in there you start seeing a new crash in there you start to see these different things if mobile does as well as i think it's going to do and it's why they want to invest nearly 70 billion dollars into this acquisition maybe something like Xbox Game Pass doesn't see a price increase for five more years. And I'm definitely cool with that. Listen, I, I get it's a business. Everybody wants to make money. But I don't want to I don't want to see people make money off our backs. You know what I'm saying? I I, I like paying $15 a month. I think it's it, it is the best deal in gaming for sure. Um crazy Lou, let's let's get let's let's bring you into the conversation. Again, this is one of the small topics of the show. We have two really big ones to get into but I, I, I feel that if you ignore what they're trying to do with mobile, you're missing the bigger picture of the ABK deal. Okay. And the ABK deal is big. Um, it has been uh, completely focused on Call of Duty. That's not the case. You've heard Phil Spencer say about it. And again, you know, he's, 
Bill Spencer's the head of Microsoft Gaming. He's going to say what he needs to say, but it's true. They need a mobile footprint. They don't have one. This is this is this is a great start. I, I like the idea that it's not just another Doom. It is different. It's cute. It's kitty, but it also has explosions and big guns and demons and everything you would expect from Doom. Just kind of like in a, in, in like a like a pop kind of a format. Where, where does this rank for you? Will you you said you're registered like I am and, and millions of others apparently. Um, do you expect this to be a, a a hit? And more importantly, do you see them potentially bringing other IPs to mobile in different forms and formats? Matt, I don't see something. It's already been a big hit. I mean, already one million pre-registered. And under that game, I mean, without coming out after just one trailer, basically, they just showed the trailer, when was it, February 21st? And the game, I think, comes out on March 21st. I think that's what I read. March and 21st, yep. March, yeah, March 21st. So, and man, already pre-registered 1 million subscribers. I mean, that is successful. That is successful. And it's, it's going to be a huge hit. And yes, I will see they're going to bring a lot more into mobile because, hey, mobile is actually a big thing. I mean majority of gamers and I, I remember i think i saw a chart a long time ago and it told me the percentages on, on mobile consoles and stuff like that and i think it was 60 percent mobile people i mean that's a lot that's a big percentage of people right there that are playing games in mobile 60 percent that's huge so if they're gonna bring more games heck yeah bring more games into that and they will do it because i mean look at this already one million that is a big number big number i mean if you tell me like 100,000 200,000 be like okay but 1 million before the game came out i mean this trailer came out literally when was it 2 weeks ago or a week ago yeah according to bethesda they uh they put in an announcement march 10th which was uh, uh the end of last week i believe it was friday oh. if i'm not mistaken so they put uh, that, and they wait. They put that announcement March 10th to, to pre-register. No, no, no. They they, they oh. announced they they announced on March 10th that they had one million players uh pre-registered for Mighty Doom. Uh and folks, real quick, uh again, I'm, again, I don't get any money for this. I'm just talking about it because I'm a podcaster. If you pre-register, which of course you should, uh, you're going to get what's called the mini slayers pack containing skins, equipment, uh, and uh, weapons and keys four weapons and and it's not it's free just go to ios go to android pre-register download it put your information in there and when the game goes live on march uh 21st which is next week you'll be able to uh you'll be you're, you're going to get this this free founders pack if you will uh and just play the game for free yeah that's awesome that's awesome i mean i already pre like i said i pre-registered myself and man, I cannot wait to March 21st to just sit down and play that game because hey, I, I got hooked up to Vampire Survivors Mobile. I, I mighty Doom, and since I am a big fan of Doom, I mean, for me, Doom is the number one game because since my childhood, that's the game I've always loved and played. Oh man, I know I'm gonna have fun with this Mighty Doom, especially you know I like the idea. They pretty much got the fun, the Funko Doom, was it? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually based on the 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 toy. Somehow, it, it, first of all, it's an alternate universe, which is they they say in the write up. It's not the actual Doom universe. It's an alternate universe where the Doom Slayer gets somehow he possesses a toy, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's fighting other demon toys, and he's trying. I, I think the what is he's trying to get 
It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a, one of his. It's like a stuffed animal. He's trying to save. It's it's ridiculous in the best way possible. And and I love how they take risk. And that's something that they need to do. They need to keep on doing taking these risks. And I love this yeah. idea. And I love that it's going to come out. And I love that we're going to have a chance to play it and enjoy it. Really. Shout out to Ed in the chat. He says, uh, "Sorry, I'm late. What game are we able to pre-register for? That would be uh, um, the, the 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 Doom Mobile game." Um, and, uh, th that is called, it's called the mighty doom. Um, and you can pre-register right now on iOS and Android. The game releases on the 21st of March, which is next week. Uh, they have already surpassed 1 million pre-registered players on between both platforms. I would imagine it's, that's probably more cause they announced that on Friday. I would imagine that it could be more than that. Um, and again, if you pre-register, you get access to a founder's pack for free. Um, but thanks so much for being here. Shout out to Gerald Mack, uh, with the, uh, 4 million uh, plus views. That's right. The channel hit 4 million views in under five years. I don't even understand how we got here. Uh, a, a lot of work, a lot of podcasts, cause we have over a thousand uh, videos that are available for the channel. So thank you. Shout out to you. Gerald Mack. Uh, shout out to Dronty J, who's in there. He says, hello, boom, and panel. But, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, um, now for you, uh, you, you know, obviously, we're, you know, I, I hate when we separate things. Like, like you know, gamers are gamers. I, I, I get that if you're some sort of wicked hardcore that is a master in Halo that you're like, oh, I'm too important to be captured. I get it. I get the attitude. But I think a gamer is a gamer. Wherever you spend time gaming, you're a gamer. Now, some gamers game for, uh, you know, an hour a day. Some game for five hours a day. Some game for tw you know, twelve hours a day. And that, if you if you have that kind of time, God bless you. Um, but for you, Crazy Lou, Doom obviously is the next big one. Thanks to Fuzzy, you know, we were reminded that uh, Fallout did one. We saw a Gears Pop one. We saw a Forza Street one, which I I quite enjoyed. Where do you where do you want to see them go next? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, what are, what game do what would I want to see next? You mean on mobile? Ooh. What what Microsoft or oh. Xbox first party uh, IP you like to see take the plunge into mobile? Oh, Halo, Halo all the way. Oh yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah Halo would be a good title to be to go on mobile. All the way, it should, it should, it should, it should. They gotta make something for Halo. They gotta do something. That would be. I mean, you know, speaking of Halo, who, who's who's not playing Halo? I'm 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 already halfway through the battle pass, folks. What? I, yeah, I'm level fifty one. I I am addicted like crack cocaine. It's so good. Oh my god, we're gonna get into it. That's another topic tomorrow. If you thought Halo was dead, I'm here to tell you, it's not. It's not even close. It is. It is so good, and the Oasis map, which I've been talking about uh, to no to the point of nauseam, is so bloody good. It is probably one of the best maps they've done in years. It it's really meant for big team battle because it's it's massive. It's it's like so big that I get lost because I've only played on the map I think five times. And the way I would love for them to do, and again, I know you probably do this in, in Forge, I'd love it to be just a vehicle map. I'd like to be a mode, just give five tanks, five of the Scorpion tanks on one side, five of the Covenant tanks on the other, 
and just go ham. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 go crazy and start blowing everybody up. It's it's so freaking good. Shout out to Drawn TJ where it says Halo a Spartan Assault is a mobile game. Yeah, I mean that's that's like a top down uh, a shooter as well. I played uh, I played. There was the one that came to Xbox. There was one that didn't. Um, but listen, uh, I I'd like to see them take some risks uh, and do some different things. Uh, but I I like that idea, Crazy Blue. I, I think Halo Mobile would be. I mean, there's Apex, right? There's Apex Mobile. Well, not anymore. They closed that down. I'm sorry. That was a bad. That was a bad comparison. There is Call of Duty Mobile, and that makes money hand over fist. I think a Halo Mobile, oh God, that would be that'd be pretty dope. Uh, Web Dave, let's get you in on the conversation, brother. No. Uh, I I like this idea. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that they're adding mobile. For me personally, I think mobile is going to do one of two things or both. Uh, for me personally, as a consumer, I hope that the money that is made from mobile is so extensive that they can somehow uh, allow for no increases to come to Xbox Game Pass because where it is right now, I think, is great. I know everything goes up. Everything has gone up. Uh, all your services have gone up. Microsoft has kept their service at $15. There is the family plan launching, hopefully, soon here in the States for the family plan. Yep. Um, I'm hoping that we do that 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 does happen but something else that I didn't make mention to either Crazy Lou or Fuzzy Belvedere is with extra money, you get extra investment. That means more studios. That means potentially uh, more uh, more first-party games. I'd, I'd even take it a, a step further, Dave. What if that means more marketing deals? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like, you sir. know, obviously Sony has, you know, they did Sony does what Sony does and they're they're marketing masters and they have everything locked up. Uh seems and we like saw it. it certainly seems like it. I mean, look, look what happened in the uh the UK specifically, uh, where the CMA is, you know, is is potentially on the cusp of either approving or blocking the deal. We saw uh Sony's PlayStation 5 sales go up 316%. Um, and you know something? What we learned from that wasn't because of their first party. It wasn't because of God of War or Horizon Forbidden West or any of their first first party IPs. It was from marketing. It was from Hogwarts yep. drove the sales. So maybe a massive push in mobile gets maybe you know the extra monies changes the ideology of phil spencer a bit and says you know maybe we maybe we should do a little bit more marketing deals what are your thoughts on this brother um a couple of things uh actually a whole bunch of little things <laughs> yeah talk about <laughs> uh, it brother we'll, we'll get to we'll get to this part first is that um i think and you've suggested this before too um i think that if they did ultimate it should be included in ultimate okay i think yeah. in, in mobile but yeah. i think as a standalone mobile five dollars a month for a mobile only plan that way or maybe mobile and cloud something like that that way you know you've got them in the ecosystem you've got them yep. on the low level and you and you, you maybe make some offers and deals for them to get to grow even bigger because there are definitely some people out there will so so let jam. me just stop you there for a second yeah. so what you're saying microsoft i know you're listening okay the podcaster I know you didn't think about this. Don't lie. I thought about it first. And thanks, Dave, for giving me the credit for it. Xbox Game Pass for mobile, $4.99 a month. If that doesn't get me onto your payroll 
shame on you. Shame on you taking my million dollar idea and putting it in your pocket and not giving poor Boomstick the credit. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, goodness, goodness. Boom, I know you negotiate for something else, and we'll get to that in a second. But but, uh, there was actually a couple of uh, these. These are just regular chat. Uh, Thanos suggested Halo Wars would make a good mobile Mm. app. Um, Holy crap, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Voidlock suggested a killer instinct would be easy yeah. for mobile. I mean, I mean, and there, there's a whole bunch more in there, but but those definitely uh, those jumped out at me. And I and I think because I know like Mario Mobile is pretty popular, and Pokemon quote unquote is is pretty popular. Why couldn't you take some iconic figures like oh, I don't know Banjo Kazooie, maybe mm-hmm. or or even um, what what is it the um, the now you're oh just whispering gosh. sweet nothings into my oh, right ear. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Um, I can't believe uh, um, the animal game. The I can't even believe him. Um, oh, I know v- Viva Pinata. Viva Pinata. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> blank. Viva Pinata would make a crazy good mobile game. Sucks being old, boom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's uh, those and those are. I mean, those are like almost like no brainers. That seems like that would be easy uh, for them to do. Um, I know we, we jumped on that one uh, drawn TJ uh, just to let you know there is uh, another super chat before his and and he's added another one you can get to when you want to but I just want to make sure that we did no, no, I'll get to it right now. those yeah uh yeah yeah well, well, well as soon as you're done well, before we get to okay. the next topic <clears throat> but uh, but yeah I, I think uh, I mean mobile's a no brainer and I think this is great and it uh, clearly shows that there is a, a demand out there for it, especially when you think you know because some people are like you know oh, I don't know like mobile. But if it's a if it's a, a franchise that you know, love, and you're diehard about, and you and you're maybe you're in line, or, or something, or or at a doctor's office, or and you're like, you know, oh, like you know, you just want to play something quick while you're waiting for for whatever, and you're like, oh, let's play some Doom, you know, and so what, and and maybe even something like with this mobile thing that they could actually make it to where you get a certain level or certain success or certain missions done in your mobile game of Doom. <clears throat> that will unlock because it's all tied into game, you know, to to your gamer tag. That that unlocks something in the bigger game, like a console yeah, game, where 100%. you can download a skin, or maybe even strictly something like a special uh, something for your dashboard on your system. You know, yeah. little, little things like that uh, are awesome tie-ins that they could do uh, to really to really push it even more. And uh, I think it's I think it's great the, the success they're already having. It's not even out yet. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to for to us jumping into that. And like I said, is the possibilities, as we've already just mentioned, a few games that we pop off the top of our head are endless. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you know, connecting the games, I think, is going to be the most important part. Very similar to what you and Fuzzy had uh, el- alluded to, because it's going to encourage you to do to play mobile because maybe you want to unlock something. Because this, if, if they could somehow incorporate. Playing one, besides just achievements, I think achievements are, have to be a part of the conversation. Otherwise, it's a huge miss, in my opinion. Um, I think what they could do, besides uh, sim- simply just you know uh, achievements, th- there should be in-game awards that unlock for you know the the the, the console version. Uh, it's it's going to take some development dollars. Let's call a spade a spade. I, I yep. mean, when you're when you're when you're creating these games. You have to, you have to, you know, do the development time to add 
these additional things, you know, unlock here to unlock there. Hey, I, how about this? But what about if if a game launches um, at the same time and you play on console, it unlocks something for mobile, like yeah. like crossplay, kind of a you know, vice versa. I, I think that is killer. I love the ideas. You know, something uh, else popped in my head, boom. Just, sure. just now when you were talking, because you because you have like the little character, right? Like like, like the characters for that game, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and we had talked about, you know, especially with like Forza, the success of that, of making like a, a, a cart type game, a Mario Kart. Oh, you just, you Can just you imagine a mobile Mario I had, Kart I had, type game, but with all the characters from... Dude. from you know, I, I, I was going to say that right now. You had that. I, I was thinking uh, about that right now. Yeah, well, I'm a mind reader. And I just wanted you to know. I, I stole from you. I, who said it first? See, uh, now, now uh, you're done, dude. Now you're done, dude. Where's that time? I, ha- I had that thing in my head, man. I was like thinking about, you know, it would have been a great game, you know, just a crazy card game with these cool toys, you know, have yeah. Banjo Kazooie, all these guys. Since if the deal goes through, you know, you know, you got um Banjo, um, what's it called? Uh, oh, Crash's Racing Game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you Crash imagine team? that? Crash, yeah. can you imagine? Just bring all those mascots in one single game mobile. Well, I mean, Halo. Oh my god. <laughs> I I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take a step further. Oh, uh, what if they took it, the the toy box mentality, yeah. which is what they're doing for Mighty Mighty Doom, and the and the opening is. And again, this is this is from an old man who used to have these things. I don't know if anyone plays with them or played with them as kids. You remember the 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 race tracks, and of course, I got to go to fuzzy on this. We you know used to used to have the triggers, mm-hmm. and you just put the plastic tracks together, and you would race your dad, or you race oh, yeah. your brother, or your friends. Um, what if they took that ideology from mobile, right? And the the opening, just picture me, folks. Bear with me here. I'm not a designer, so I'm not an artist either. But I'm just as a gamer, I'm nerding out live on the air. And the opening is a kid walking over to his toy box. He opens up the toy box, and in the toy box are all these cars. There's a a Doom car. There's a Master Chief kart racer. There's a Banjo-Kazooie. And they show the kid put it on the track, and he he pulls the trigger, and then it goes into the game. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. This is brilliant. Mario Kart uh, is, is on mobile. Uh, right, so and and it makes millions of dollars for for Nintendo. Um, if you if you didn't want to spend you know the quote unquote you know heavy investment in which, which I don't get. If you you, you own you own take ten uh, uh, to turn ten and you own playground games, the fact that we don't have a kart racer, I'm sorry, uh, Phil Spencer. I love you, brother, but you you, you got to get to work on this this you you're li- literally leaving millions of dollars on the table but bring it back around to mobile before we move on to the next topic this would make this would be this would be it would make so much money it's it, hire me and i'll be team leader i don't know how to design <laughs> games but i could certainly in in, in in like stick format i can do a, i could do a storyboard for you <laughs> I'm ready to rock and roll. Now, I, I I don't need health insurance. I got it from the NYPD. I'm good. Dental vision. Don't got to give it to me. Just pay me. We're good. Yeah, Microsoft watches this channel. We know that they they do. do. They do. So they, uh, you know, they hopefully will give you at least credit for it. And, and I uh, want I, I want something. I don't care if it, if if it's a plastic award that says "Boom was right." I will I will display that proudly. Uh, but yes, Xbox Game Pass for mobile. That idea. I've been talking about that for well over a year. And uh, $4.99 a month gets you all of these perks 
for something like Candy Crush, which is one of uh, King's biggest uh, money makers. Yep. It 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 literally print money, uh, and I probably won't get a, a pinch of credit for it, but it's fine. It, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, let's get into uh, one of the bigger. Uh, now, again, got to give credit where credit is due, uh, and we're going to be talking about ABK, folks, because, well, why the hell not? Um, so, Paul Tassie uh, is uh, a journalist, um, and he writes for Forbes.com. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have, I, I don't want to say love-hate, because I don't hate anybody. Um, I, will, I will say this about Paul Tassie. I have a agree- to sometimes disagree kind of relationship with the way he writes. Uh, he's smart. He's on point. Sometimes he gets it super right. Sometimes, like all of us, he gets it super wrong. Uh, he wrote an article uh, on Friday. Or actually, Thursday, I'm sorry. It was March 9th, 2023. Uh, and uh, I thought it was an interesting article because... What we're starting to see out of uh, Jim Ryan and uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment is desperation. Uh, now, we have heard that the EU is, you know, through leaks, whether that was them on purpose or whatever, it leaked that they're going to approve the deal come the 25th of April. Uh, we know that uh, as it stands right now, the judge overseeing the FTC case uh, is pretty pissed, uh, not at Microsoft, but at Sony for some of their uh, shenanigans, one of which which I think is the um, – I put it to this way. As, as former law enforcement, I understand how fickle judges can be from a legal uh, law Point of view, because I've worked with judges on numerous high-profile cases that I was a, that I was a part of, uh, and they don't take kindly to being insulted when you when you try to insult their intelligence. They get they they, they, they get quite pissed. Uh, one of the things that jump off the page was the Sony comment. Well, it's in Japanese. We can't get it. It's going to cost a lot of money to get it translated. The judge for the FTC really. Did not like that. No. Um, and I think the judge is potentially, and again, this is just my opinion. There's other people that know this business, like Hogue Law, which, by the way, Hogue is back. Yes. He did a one-hour and 34-minute podcast the other day. Chef's kiss to Hogue Law. He's back, and he is as smart as ever. That dude, man. Talk about a guy that came back from a stroke and is back. 122,000 subscribers, well-deserved. His wife is a champion of justice. And just love the fact that that man is still here with us. Uh, if you're not subscribed, get over there and subscribe to Hope Law. That's the guy. Don't I mean? Don't listen, I mean, you can listen to me for my, for my opinion, but if you want real legal advice, you listen to Hope Law. But getting back to what's happening in front of us is Sony has done some diabolical things to try and uh, get this case blocked. Obviously, they're the only company that has a problem with it um and i don't i don't understand at this point why anyone from the cma the eu or even the ftc would listen to them they're clearly just you know crying because they don't want a challenge for their leadership as market leader um and they've said some pretty egregious things one of which we learned uh over the over the course of last week 
um, that Jim Ryan actually said they didn't want a deal. They just wanted to block your merger talking to Xbox and Activision. But this article from Paul Tassie, who is a senior contributor uh, at Forbes, uh, the title of the article is Sony is starting to unravel with its wild Xbox Activision deal protests. Uh, and the opening, uh, and he's right, he's right to say this because there's been some disingenuous comments from both sides of the party, uh, more for Sony, but Xbox has been a part of some of that. He says, while there are plenty of disingenuous arguments on all sides of the debate around Microsoft's pending acquisition of Activision, the more time goes on, the more it seems like Sony specifically is starting to lose the plot. He goes on to say, Microsoft is increasingly trying to paint itself as a reasonable party, which I think that they are, uh, offering decade-long contracts for Call of Duty to its rivals, including Sony, and using data to try and explain why they'll, why no, they will not suddenly going to take the series exclusive, which we knew that already. Sony's arguments, in contrast, are getting pretty absurd. Here's a new one from last week. And this is as disingenuous as you can possibly get. And I think it was, um, I don't remember who, who said it. It might have been Hargeet Chani, or it might have been actually K-something. I, I don't, I don't want to give credit where it's not due. Someone on Primetime's record-breaking near 1K, 1,000 people that were live for last week's show said that what Sony is, uh, what is, what Sony is claiming Xbox is going to do well, folks, they're already doing. Uh, we've seen this time and time again where their marketed deals, when it comes to certain things, not just in-game stuff being blocked by these marketing deals, but sometimes performance. A perfect example of that, and you can call me a conspiracy nut if you want, Callisto Protocol is a perfect example. There were over 50 uh, Sony or, or PlayStation developers from their own first-party studios that helped that game limp into limp out the door for, for everyone to play. And strangely enough, the Xbox version had a lot of problems. Now you can see you can say that that, that boom you're, you're you're reaching boom. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just calling a spade a spade. Well, he says this, and again, this is directly from a quote from Sony or Sony Interactive Entertainment. And they, they tell the CMA, for example, Microsoft might release a PlayStation version of Call of Duty where the where the, where bugs and errors emerge only on the on the game's final level or after later updates. Even if such dis, uh, um, uh, disingenuous uh, things could be swiftly detected, any remedy would likely come too late, by which time the game community would have lost confidence in PlayStation as the quote-unquote go-to venue to play Call of Duty. Indeed, as Modern Warfare 2 attests, Call of Duty is the most is most often purchased in just the first uh, few weeks of release. If it becomes known that the game's performance on PlayStation was worse than Xbox, Call of Duty gamers could decide to switch to Xbox for fear of playing their favorite game at a second class or class competitive venue. Now, I got to be honest with you folks. 
pardon my French, that is a load of bullshit. And I know it. You know it. Sony knows it. And I hope the CMA knows it. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Because what we're starting to see is the claims from Sony are exactly what Sony has done, not just in this generation, folks. They've done it for generation after generation after generation. And that is what they do. And perfect example of you know using your marketing power, they'll take a mode in Call of Duty, let's say Call of Duty 2022, and they'll say Mode X is available on PlayStation as an exclusive if you play here. And then one year later, to the day of release of the next Call of Duty in 2023, that mode becomes available to Xbox gamers. Does anybody on Xbox game, would anyone care? No, because it's a year already. The new Call of Duty is out. That's what you're worried about. That's the kind of stuff they do. But talk specifically talking about you know, nerfing the, the PlayStation version, that is Sony af- being afraid that Microsoft is going to do to them what they have done to Microsoft and other platforms as well. I want to go first here to um, Web Dave. Web Dave, this kind of stuff is that, that I mean, to me, and this is just my opinion, folks, it seems desperate. It mm-hmm. seems like Sony is grasping for straws, and at and and instead of now providing actual information, they're now straight up lying. I, I was always under the impression that if you were lying to a regulator investing a case, you could get in some sort of trouble for that. What yeah. are your thoughts on this? <clears throat> well, it's uh, clearly um, you know they are trying to uh, uh, throw everything they can. Uh, to make Microsoft look bad. Um, and, and also, Raiden Blade said it was Hargeet Chani that made that statement. Uh, okay, very good. Night. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Raiden Blade. Appreciate that. Um, uh, but I'll tell you one, one thing I, I, you're talking about Hogue uh, being back. And uh, one of the things he said uh, that I thought was interesting is that all these comments that they're making now, all of them, uh, even, the, even the ones, the behind the scene ones, you know. Uh, that Lena Khan, uh, the, not Lena, the other, the other lady. What's her name? Uh, uh, hold on a second. I got, I got Lulu. it right in front of me. You, 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 you talk, you're talking about Lulu Chang, yes. where she talked about behind the closed door situation, where she let everyone know Jim Ryan actually said, "I'm not interested in getting a new deal. I'm only concerned about blocking this one." Yeah, and and yeah. he and Hogue specifically said that that as as bad as it sounds now, it's going to get worse. Mm. It is actually going to get worse because they are what they say, throwing the kitchen sink at it. They're they're everything they can to try and get this deal stopped. And if they think they have a, because they have no benefit. If the deal goes through, they have all the benefit if the deal doesn't go through. So they know that they'll, they'll lose their advantage if it goes through period, no matter what anybody offers them. That's not going to, that's not what they want. That's not going to do what they want it to do. They want the status quo to stay the same and it's not yep. going to, and it may not, even if the deal doesn't go through now, it's probably not going to be the status quo that they're hoping, but, um, but this deal is going through, it's going to get done. I know it, but, but man, the, 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 you're right. The language that they use, the, the way they present this, it's like, these are things that, you know, you're so worried about this happening to you because you've done it to other 
other companies. I, I, that's that's really the way it, it comes off. Is that you know the real? Why would you say this? It's because you know what you've done or what you were capable of doing to try and stay and be the main company that's number one, you know, in marketing and number one uh, in gaming. Um, so it, it's uh, it's clearly in their best interest to do any, everything they can to stop the deal. And I think that they'll, th them fighting for it like this, it helps embolden their, their fan base. They're the, the ones that are diehard Sony fans because they think, Oh, they're fighting the good fight. And clearly they don't all see the big picture, but this is going to be better for gamers overall, including them. If Sony has to work harder and, and, go back to the to days when they had to actually, you know, really get in there and make some unique things. Um, you know, we'll get weird, as a lot of people say. Yeah, when Sony weird. was weird, they, <laughs> they, they were really good. Yeah, Twisted Metal, SOCOM. I, I, I said this before. Where Where's the where's SOCOM? I, yeah. I don't understand. You, everyone, including myself, have been asking for that game for years. But... but Killzone. Yeah, they could go back to... They could reinvent the wheel... With Killzone, they absolutely could. Now, again, the other stuff's not so. You know, the original Killzones, they weren't great. Sorry, they weren't the Halo killers everyone said they were going to be, and that's fine. Right. But the same way that they've reinvented the wheel with some of their older IPs, they could, they could, they could, you know, do that again. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just think at this point, there's got to be, there has to be a point, uh, and we, and we said this last week. I think it was on uh, Friday's Breakfast at Boom where the regulators have to be looking at each other, right? Like, honestly, and be like, okay, now this is just ridiculous. This this is just ridiculous. Um, you know, you went from trying to uh, provide, uh, you know, this information, you know, as, as, as a, com a complainant, you know, this is what we're, you know, this is why we think this. And then when they're getting everything handed to them, you know, we're not just talking about a ten-year deal that that gets that locks Call of Duty at PlayStation for the entire lifespan of the PlayStation Five. They're getting parity. My Phil Spencer has said they're not going to hold any content back, a la what Sony does right now. Like right now, Sony holds a significant amount of Call of Duty back from Xbox players because of the marketing deal that they have with Activision. Yep. That that's known. That is a, they, that's a well-known fact, folks. They don't want the the balance. They don't want it to be parity. No, they want the advantage that they've mm -hmm. had for years. To them, that's where they're making their money because you know people think you know, well, Call of Duty, it's on the PlayStation. You know, I mean, like it, people when Hogwarts was coming out, that's available on other systems, but because the way they marketed it and the way they had that one bonus level that's going to be available in a year to everybody else. Um, it's uh, it just makes everybody think that you know they're the shit. Even though it's not a first party game, people think Hogwarts. A lot of people, especially casual gamers, think that Hogwarts is only available on the PlayStation. Yeah, it's crazy, 100%. absolutely crazy. Sorry, it is what it is. Well, listen, I just want to just read to you what he wrote in closing. Uh, as I've said yeah. previously, Sony has no reason to take any Microsoft deal, as doing so would likely be a huge point of evidence to get the deal or the acquisition approved, though I will say the longer this goes on, the more Sony seems like they're permanently damaging uh, the industry. Uh, the, okay, let me just let me start from the beginning. Um, 
As I said previously, Sony has no reason to take any Microsoft deal as doing so would likely be a huge point of evidence to get the acquisition approved. Though I will say the longer this goes on, the more Sony seems like they are permanently damaging industry relationships. I've said that from the beginning. Sony and Microsoft have long liked to pretend the console wars aren't real on the corporate level, but if you've ever needed evidence that they absolutely are, look no further. Uh, yeah, I, I said this, uh, Fuzzy, uh, for quite some time. Sony has taken a scorched earth um, way of doing their uh, their best to block this deal. Hmm. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I said this before, and I think I've actually had people tell me this. Well, you know, if the deal gets blocked, Activision's going to come running back to PlayStation. <laughs> uh, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, they are probably going to be... It is going to be a thousand percent unlikely that Activision Blizzard would ever work with them again. Even though, again, I still think this deal is going to go through. It's going to have concessions, and Sony's going to be sitting there with their thumb up there. You know what? Because now they have to sign the deal. Um, I'm interested to happen to figure out what happens if they're the this deal gets approved and they're the only ones that don't sign the deal. Does that does that do they lose Call of Duty then? <laughs> I, I, I I I don't know, but um, you know, getting back to Paul Tassie's headline story, Fuzzy, uh, mm -hmm. I think that this is a very easy question to answer. But I'm I'm still interested to get you and and, and Crazy Lou Gaming. Do you think we are starting to see Sony unravel at the core? To some extent, yes. Now. I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, Jim's just doing his job. And, you know, they, they it's in their best interest to, you know, throw everything at it as far as trying to block the deal. And that, that is true to some extent. But when you go the scorched earth approach, it, it's one of those things where, well, let's say they do get what they want. Well, if the deal gets blocked, Microsoft still has plenty more money than Sony does right now to put towards gaming. And I don't think that, you know, Satya is all of a sudden going to rescind that that 60, you know, 8 billion, you know, just because the deal gets blocked. But I, I think in the grand scheme of things, Activision might take a turn for the worse. You know, Blizzard, there, there's a, a pretty wealthy investor out there that would probably rebuy Blizzard and, and be able to take that on themselves. Uh, but as far as like the rest of Activision, it would probably be fire sale and who has the most money right now? Well, Sony only has five billion as a whole company uh, to spend on acquisition stuff versus, you know, well over 150 billion that Microsoft has, and the, the 60 billion that they're playing with, right, or 70 billion that they're playing with now, is only a small chunk of the the on hand cash that they have. But all of that aside, the unraveling aspect, it's going to get to the point where if you're a big publisher out there and let's say you are looking for a cash out possibly like companies like ubisoft are you going to want to deal with sony after seeing how they they're kicking and screaming or would it be one of those things if you do work with sony could you yeah in your best interest considering how they are unraveling at the seams try to charge a higher price for that exclusivity. I mean, especially considering instead of the PlayStation outselling Xbox six to one, it's now closer to maybe two to one kind of thing or 1.5 to, to one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So that being said, it's like, well, uh, unfortunately, Square is learning the hard way. But even Capcom is like, hey, we have this, you know, untested IP out there with Exo Primal. Let's put that in Game Pass. Things that you probably wouldn't have seen before. Although, yes, they did put Hunter, uh, you know, Monster Hunter in there. But this is a day one, you know, brand new launch game that Capcom's putting in the service. So once again, one of Sony's former allies is kind of looking at the other <laughs> camp and saying, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll take that risk or that bet with you, with these guys over here. And it, it's going to wind up being kind of like a domino effect. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping in the grand scheme of things, like you guys were hinting at before, this pushes Sony to going back to being weird again, where they make, different types of games and not just rely on like the third party stuff or their current formula for the third person's uh, story driven narrative games. I want to see a SOCOM. I want to see a resistance come back things along those lines. Like I, I yep. would really love for them to do something along the lines of like a, a Forza horizon. Sure. GT seven is, is fine in itself for, you know, the, the track racing aspect, but an arcade racer would be awesome for them to have at this point as well. But it, it's just they they are throwing all kinds of mud at the wall to see what sticks. And at the end of the day, when the deal closes, because it, it's I've always said that this is going to be a, a done deal here at, at some point. It, it's looking more and more that it's it's in favor of this deal passing without much problem. Sure, there'll be some concessions like the 10 year contracts that are floating about right now. But after this is said and done. Sony is pretty much going to have just that contract that they waited into the last minute to sign. And that's all they'll have with Activision and Microsoft at that point. Now, the rest of the companies out there, they're not going to abandon Sony. But like I said, if I'm Capcom or if I'm, you know, um, uh, from software, I'm probably going to have a higher charge now moving forward <laughs> for any of these deals that, you know, oh, you want that? To be exclusive, well, the price just doubled, <laughs> just for the fact that you know they're 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 playing this game in the way that that is making the industry look bad as a whole. And sure, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's a bunch of propaganda," and blah blah blah. Take it a, like your your console preference aside from it. Would you want to deal with the the whining kid at the end of the street that's kicking and screaming? Like we've all been in grocery stores where you see the parent that's like in over their head and they got the kid that's on the aisle knocking down all the paper towels and screaming. <laughs> Nobody wants to be around that. So <laughs> just imagine being publishers or other companies out there at that point. Do you really, really want to be bothered with this knowing that these are the same guys that used to twist everybody's arm? Like, Oh, that cross play tax. Yeah, that's a thing. You're going to have to pay up if you're going to integrate uh, cross play and stuff like that. So at, at, at this point, it's it's the bully being taken down a peg or two, and you know yep. they're they're kicking and screaming all the way down. And I, I think it's just going to eventually show that maybe a lot of people put all of their you know ducks in the wrong <laughs> pond or or whatever the case may be with Sony, and and just you know look at the bigger picture and just focus on what who's paying and what contracts are available, and and maybe you know, reconsider what they thought was in their best interest before and, and take a chance with, with Xbox and Microsoft at this point, just because the momentum at that point would have an Activision. I, I think it's in their best interest overall, but yeah, unraveling for sure. I, 
people that want to ignore it or say that everybody's just saying it's propaganda and whatnot, open your eyes. Just take your, your fandom out of it and look at the big picture. Like, have we ever really seen Microsoft do this? Like, sure, they're fighting to get this deal done, but they're not like bringing up old news, like, you know, secret texts or DMs and things like that. And, and, and saying, well, see this person lied right here in this DM and, 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 and they could do it again. No, this is just silliness right now on Sony's part. And, you know, hopefully end of April by that point or sometime mid April, we'll, we'll get the, the ink dried on the contract and, you know, we can move on to bigger and better things. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I'm looking forward to this deal being done so we can get working on uh, what, what seeing, um, you know, if uh, if these these developers, and mind you, there's eight different teams that have been working on Call of Duty for years. Like Toys for Bob, I, they're a great developer. Why are they working on Call of Duty? Because they're a talented studio. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, and someone actually made mention of it, uh, Gerald Mack. Made mention of it. Uh, I've talked about this at at nauseum. Uh, yes, it's great for Xbox if Call of Duty is first party. Uh, it's great that it's going to be an Xbox Game Pass. It's great that they're going to have uh, ownership over, the, over all of these studios now, allow them to make what they want to make. Maybe that's a, a Banjo Kazooie remake. Maybe that's a Kart Racer. I, who who knows? But they have so many studios that could be working on other things other than Call of Duty. I can't wait to see how that happens. But there is a human element um, about the workers at ABK who have been for years under, uh, you know, under Bobby Kotek, who is going to be ousted. He's going to he's going to take his golden parachute. They're going to, you know, announce a new president um, of Activision. Hopefully that's someone like Sarah Bond or. You know, take your choice, whoever that's going to be. And uh, maybe even Lulu Chang. Why not? She seems very smart and she'd be an amazing leader uh, over there. Uh, and and she would run the ship correctly. Um, but there is that human element that everyone seems to forget about. The developers that are working there uh, are hanging on because they expect Microsoft's ownership to make big changes at leadership positions. Uh, and this has been talked about, obviously, uh, by everyone. Uh, it seems it seems like it's the it's the least talked about now, and that's a shame. I understand it's about games, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it's about the people that make the games. People sometimes, you know, whether it's on purpose or you just it's not in your you know in front of your brain pan. Human beings make the games, folks. And right now, working for Activision Blizzard King, not such a great place to work. That's going to change when Microsoft takes over. Crazy Lou, let's get your hot take uh, opinion on this, brother. Um, Sony, are they unraveling at the core? Now they're basically starting to fling poo, if you will, at, and st- see if anything sticks. Some of the comments that came out of Jim Ryan and Sony are just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, I hope that they are looked upon as straight-up lies by the regulators, because they are. They, they're absolutely ridiculous that Microsoft is going to release... Uh, a worse version to get people to move over to Xbox. That's that's just preposterous at best. What are your thoughts on this? When I read that, I was like, seriously, Sony? I mean, look, Microsoft is right now looking at those numbers, and that's the truth. They're looking at the numbers. They're looking at where it sells well and it does well. And I'm going to say something, though. We know that it actually does sell well on PlayStation because, I mean, there's something that came out of there 
And basically they said that out of Call of Duty games, Sony is financing the first party games. So if that is coming out of there, I mean, why the hell is Microsoft going to downgrade a game where in a place where it does well in sales? I mean, what kind of idea is just seriously for where do you get these ideas from? I mean, why would they do that? If they know that over there in PlayStation, it actually sells well. And they, I mean, if I bought the company, I will always want to, I would, I would, for me, myself, I will keep that game top notch over there, of course, because I, I still want it to sell well because I got $70 billion that I want to recuperate back. And that's the truth, right? So why would I downgrade it? I mean, seriously, what's wrong with you, Sony? And I know you guys are scared because I'm going to tell you something, though. If this deal does go through, a lot of things are going to change. I mean, you guys mentioned the cross-play on how they charge these taxes and all this stuff. All that stuff is going to change because Microsoft is being a lot more friendlier to these developers. Microsoft is being a lot more, um, what what's it called, like a lot more linear to, to more stuff. I mean, look, for example, the upgrades. Sony charges you 10 bucks. Microsoft does it for free. You got all the stuff that Microsoft is doing for free. And I know Sony is scared because, hey, you guys are going to have a big game changer. You guys are going to have to change the ways you or figure out something. And instead of you, like I say, sit down saying all the stupid arguments that come out of your head because these are just really stupid arguments. I understand that you're scared. I understand all this. But, hey, you guys are number one. You're number one for a reason. Why are you number one? Because you guys had the best ideas, the best ways. Not only that, you guys got the best marketing things going great on ips game. as well it's not, you know say what you want about the ips yeah. their ips are are pretty killer uh, what what i find what i find is i mean until this is something i was asking myself the other day i mean look how good of a marketing they do they get financed by a third party game to make the first party games and yet they say the first party games are the best part of the best games out there mm -hmm. but if they are so great why are you getting your funds from here to make these games for over here? That, that that's that's telling me that what you've been saying all these years is not true, you know? Because your first party games are getting financed by a third party game. Hmm, that's interesting. You know, yeah. that's something that's something I've been asking myself all these days after I heard about this. And really, Sony needs to just. I'm not gonna say this this way. They need to shut up. They need to move on. They need to grab what they have, and they need really to work on what they have and make it what it was before. Because hey. I'm going to tell you something, though. All of us, we are gamers. We love to play games. And Sony needs to bring back those games like SOCOM, Resistance, all those good games you guys have left behind. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, Um, they want to, this game from Sucker Punch. I keep forgetting the game. Um, oh, Infamous. Um, infamous. Is yes. It infamous? Yeah, Infamous. infamous. That's correct. Yes. They, they, need to bring, they need to do Infamous 3. They need to bring up all these great games that they really have just sunk down and just by instead of be doing what we call here in dominican refritos right they need to stop be <laughs> stop doing these you know like a like a horizon um zero down remake why would we need a horizon zero down remake uncharted they said oh we're gonna stop making Uncharted. why i mean Uncharted is such a good series just yeah. make another game or go somewhere else i mean they could have they could have if you've played the the last uncharted which was by the way uh the four was amazing they could continue it with the daughter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, they could have continued it. They have there's so much stuff they could have done with with all these games, and yet they're doing remakes, they're doing remasters, they're doing this, they're doing that. Stop doing this. Bring these games back that we want. We want to play. We want to sit down on your console and enjoy it. I mean, really, and stop fighting this deal because your arguments. If 
why don't you just come out and see the truth and say, hey, guys, what I don't like about this deal is that we're not going to sit down and make the money we were making. So, Microsoft, what can we do? I want to make this money because with this money, I do this. So do it. Just, just sit down and do it. Just come up with the truth instead of saying, oh, you know, all these cheap five cent arguments that I call them. They're just, just they're not worth anything. I mean, every time I read something from them, I just <laughs> find it funny. I'm like, these guys are just lost with, with this idea. It's... And I know it's insane. And I know Microsoft is going forward. I mean, something that that is interesting that I was talking about the other day is look at the cloud idea. I mean, Sony needs to sit down and look at that. Kojima has an idea with the cloud that has never seen before. And if Sony doesn't sit down and look at that too, because that's another option for them to grow, to get to where they want to get, they need to sit down and look at that too. There's so much things they can do, yet they don't, I don't understand why don't they want to do it. I mean, they've really got to sit down and just go back to how they were in PlayStation 1 and work their bot offs and do great games like they used to do. That cost a lot of money wrong. to do that, Crazy Lou. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, listen, it, it's, 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 it, is, it is hilarious how this kind of shenanigans is happening. And again, I, I think it's a pure desperation. It, again, that's just my opinion. I think Sony should be ashamed of themselves. They would suggest that. But Jim Ryan is going to say what, he's gonna, what he thinks he's going to do to get the deal blocked. Ultimately, I think Microsoft has provided uh, enough evidence that, I mean, listen, if, you don't need any more evidence than the fact that Sony or PlayStation in the UK where the CMA has uh, jurisdiction holds an 80% to 20% advantage over Xbox. The numbers just are, they're in folks. You, you, we, you can't lie. You, you can dislike, you can disregard my opinion and that is perfectly fine. But you cannot argue numbers and the numbers in just three regions that were reported last week japan was up 360 percent year over year the eu 400 percent and the uk 316 percent year over year in favor of sony you cannot argue that they are the market leader they are making money hand over fist and the only reason why they're being jerks and not signing the deal like everyone else is because like everyone has said here already they want the status quo to remain and that is them being in first place and everyone else doing what Sony wants them to do and that's the market they they make the market move where they want and they're afraid they're going to lose that and ultimately they will in fact lose that I, I think there are a lot of people that won't say it now but there are a lot of developers and publishers that are honestly just tired of Sony shit. Sorry. You know, they're tired of having to bow down and do things the way Sony wants to do it. They get away with it because they're the market leader and that is going to change. Now, is it going to change immediately? No, it's going to take a lot of years to turn that ship around. But ultimately, I will say that in the next couple of years, once this deal is done, you're going to start to see a more even keeled market. You know, Nintendo is going to be great, whether they keep with the Switch or they come out with the Switch 2.0. Sony is going to continue to be great with their first party and their marketing deals. And you're going to see Microsoft right there, neck and neck with them, and everyone's going to be battling for your dollars. And wherever your dollar stretches the most is going to be where you're going to play your games. That's it. But listen, we do have one other topic, and we are running a little bit behind because, well, everyone had amazing uh you know opinions and you know we don't rush opinions or or thoughts here. I, I do want to talk about Square Enix for a hot second. Uh I pulled the story now again, take it for what it's worth. I saw a lot of people report on it, but 
I pulled it from Tweaktown. It's not the greatest of websites for sure. They're definitely uh, pro-Sony, and it's fine. According to their headline, uh, and this was posted the other day, Square, in the, Square Enix indicates it will continue making exclusivity deals with PlayStation. Now, listen, I'm not a business major, folks. I'm just a podcaster. But you, you got to ask yourself, is this is this the reality? Is is this is is this where I'm gonna tell you this right now? Sony does not have the money to buy Square Enix, even with the 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 cutting things off left, right, and center. The five point one billion dollars that is currently left that they have for investments that go all the way through um, the end of the fiscal year in 2024, which is a, 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 a pretty far away they don't currently have enough money to buy square enix um they could i guess i guess they could do some sort of a you know marketing partnership that you know everything is now staying on sony but is that the answer i mean they just got rid of the old president probably because he was maybe he was too in bed with sony making some pretty bad decisions uh dave you're our money guy to me this doesn't make any sense is what they're reporting. Um, look, we have seen the marketing deals go really well, like Final Fantasy VII. And, and, and you know, depending on who you ask, is, is 5 million or 5.1 million copies of Final Fantasy VII Remake really what Square Enix and Sony were looking for. No, I, I think they were probably hoping for like Spider-Man numbers, like 20 or 30 million. Um, that sold well because 5 million of anything is great, but it's not what they wanted. They spent a lot of money making that game. That game was announced in the in, in development hell for years. I love it. It's phenomenal. It's, it's what a great representation. Hopefully this year we'll get part two. I don't know if that's going to happen. It, it is Square Enix. But the more that they do these marketing deals with Sony where they're only on their platform, specifically, I'm looking at you, Final Fantasy 16. Now, here's where it's interesting, Dave. Um, just about every game that has been released from Square Enix in probably the last decade, there's always an asterisk next to said title. And there's always a statement from Square Enix, the game did not meet our expectations in sales. Almost every game. doesn't matter how many copies of the game sells. It always is an asterisk with that statement. Final Fantasy 16 looks fantastic. I still think it's going to be a niche game. You're probably going to sell 2 million copies, right? Maybe 3 million copies. And people are going to be, boom, you're, you're crazy. Well, it's only releasing on PlayStation 5. It's not going to PC six months later. It's finally coming to PC, and it's never coming to Xbox. At what point does new management at Square Enix be like, this This isn't working? This, 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 this PlayStation exclusivity thing that we got going on with PlayStation is just not. Uh, it's just not enough. What What are your thoughts on this? Well, um, from a money standpoint. Um, I definitely think that they should be more open-minded and make it for different platforms and every platform, to be honest with you, including Nintendo. Um, but 
you know, their future projects, but they, um, they did get an exclusive deal for seven, which they have apparently have continued to extend because they had the option mm-hmm. to extend it. Um, uh, but with that, um, and that is a set amount of money. It's a good chunk of change that they're getting for that. Um, and you know, the reason they're going to make the deals good or bad with, with Sony first is because that Sony is the market leader in console gaming and they can focus on that. And we, we know there's going to be a PC version come out of 16 at some point, but they made it clear because some people are like, you know, Oh, well I'll just get it on PC. They made it clear that it's not coming to PC for six months to a year after it gets released on the PlayStation five because they didn't want to cannibalize the sales on the PlayStation or if any worst case scenario for them, they want them to double dip. Um, so it's, um, I mean, I, I, I see why they said that. Uh, and, and it's, there's, there's, okay. There's a lot of history with square and Sony. There used to be a lot of history with Nintendo and square, but then, you know, Sony has, um, you know, as they progressively became the market leader, they, you know, they're like, Ooh, we need those on ours, you know? And that's, and that's what they did. So it's um it's definitely um a decision that they that they made because um they you know I, would I have done it no I, I think it needs to be everywhere but you know they're they're they 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 want to stay in good graces with Sony why maybe because at some point they know that you know Sony has probably stressed interest in purchasing them. You know that's that's one of the things we've that that may happen at some point, not necessarily now, but you know next year they're going to get another allotment of a, a budget for buying studios and things like that that will probably increase over what's available right now, because um, most companies you know do that um, with them buying Bungie and things like that this past year, you know that's kind of put a damper on what else they can purchase for now, and that yes. like that five billion that's available isn't just for gaming that's for all no, that's a, that's across the Sony company. That's investment in, you know, TVs for parts and and, and everything else. That I'm glad that you specifically broke that down, Dave. That's actually smart. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't make mention of it. And Dave is right. FYI, just for clearance, mm-hmm. the 5.1 billion dollars is not what PlayStation can in, uh, invest. That is company wide. That is Sony as a company. Yeah, and uh, the the reason I think they're doing it, if if that's the way we're we're, I'm coming at this, is that you know it's because Sony's a market leader for now, and and then probably will be for quite a while. Even if Mm -hmm. when the deal goes through, they're not you know the market's not going to just jump to Microsoft. That's that's one of the reasons why they're saying you shouldn't stop the deals because it's not going to change overnight for sure. But there's nothing wrong with having competition. That's what it's all about is trying to compete. Um, But um, you know, Square, I mean, they're, they're they're obviously they have a good relationship. And so and maybe because they're also a Japanese company that maybe they're, you know, they're favoring Sony over mm-hmm. other, you know, like Microsoft U.S. company. Um, but they have made some good deals and they've even come out and said, you know, like um, was it um, wasn't Overwatch. What was the um, oh, the, the game they made? Uh, the, oh, oh uh, Outriders. Outriders. Exactly. Yes. The Outriders did so much better for them because it was in game pass, even sales. 
uh, because it's in Game Pass than than they had they had, they thought it was going to, and because of that, it actually made it a success for them because it had the bigger platform and the and the bigger multiplayer uh, ability, which is what that game needed was to be on more places. So putting it in Game Pass helped them for that. But they're they seem to be you know of a certain mindset that you know we want to we want to focus on this and for you know Xbox has its you know certain things that'll benefit us but not everything so i like i said in the big picture there's there's got to be reasons that we don't know that we're not aware of as to why they're doing what they're doing should they be multi-platform on all their games going forward definitely even if it's a small window of exclusive but just but you'll clearly stay hey it's coming to this here here whatever because because sometimes they're exclusive especially if they're like talking about hurting for for money um you know 14 is making making them bank right now and they're making a lot of money off that uh being the uh, the rpg that it is um but the um the mmo excuse me that um that the um 16 you know it's you know pre-reviews it's looking really good most likely it's going to be a huge success um, because the, I don't know, they, they do really good at these uh, at the, at the final fantasy games, you know? So we'll, we, we, we'll see. I, I do. I think it's a good call on their part. No. And maybe they're just positioning themselves saying that because they're like, you know, Hey, we're going to bring on bias, Sony bias. <laughs> you know, they, they may be ready to, you know, cut the cord. Well, I mean, they, they made, they made some, some, some major, uh, cuts, you know, to personnel. Yep. They made some. They sold some things off. So it, it appears they were pretty, prettying themselves up for an acquisition. Sony can't afford it. Sony, Sony is. They have again. This is facts, right. folks. Five point one billion dollars until the end of the fiscal year for twenty twenty four. Yep, that's what they have to invest. It's it's company wide. It's not PlayStation. So they are they are, are, are can they. Figure out a way to borrow the money. I guess so. Yep. Uh, listen, I just want to make a quick announcement. We have f- 450 people here. Uh, I don't know how to do it as of yet. Uh, I am moving forward to doing something that I've seen the Iron Lords do. I saw uh, uh, Web Dave and a few others do. Uh, if you are not subscribed to the channel uh, moving forward, uh, you will not be able to make a comment in the comment section. Um, you have to be subbed. You, you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to join channel membership. I want that to be completely clear. Unless you are subbed to the channel, you are no longer, you can listen to it. You're just not going to be able allowed to, to make any comments because what I'm starting to see is a lot of people, there's supposed to be a lot of trolls in here. I, I'm not going to call you out individually because you're allowed to make your opinions. I, I, I did see someone that accused me of uh, spreading false information, which is, I, I read verbatim. I, I give credit to the uh, the author, yep. uh, and and I'm entitled to my opinion. And I, I and I have no reason to lie. Um, but if you think that I'm lying, I'm sure that there are other PlayStation channels you can listen to um, that are that are way better than mine. Uh, but yes, moving forward, uh, I am going to say this: unless you are subscribed to the channel, you are not going to be able to make a comment in the chat. Uh, I think that is fair. I, I don't ask for anything from anybody. If you want to drop a super chat, I appreciate it. If you want to join a channel membership, that's great. But if you want to be a part of the conversation, and I think it's fair, I think it's very, very fair. If you want to be a part of the conversation, 
you have to be at least subscribed to the channel. That's that 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 that's my spiel. But let me let me let me catch up on the super chats. There's been quite a few of them. And I apologize that the show's been rolling. I haven't gotten to many of them. Highlander 001, a generous friend of the program, drops a five dollar super chat and he says, "Afternoon booming panel. Sony has lost twenty billion in stock value. When the ABK deal closes, Sony will lose more than twenty billion stock. It will hurt. I don't know if they're gonna lose." The stock, I could tell you who. I mean, they could. I mean, they definitely. I put it to this way: I think that they, you might see some significant losses to SIE because they're they're the ones that have been the one fighting this deal instead of signing signing the contract. So if the deal goes through and it's expected to go through, you're going to see some people not be a little bit less confident. With uh, with with Sony Interactive Entertainment, you, you could be right. Drawn TJ, a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Halo Spartan Assault is a mobile game." Yes, it is. Uh, we also have Drawn TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, "They need classic BTB in Halo, uh, where the vehicles are always on the map. I don't like random drops, uh, the, and they need uh, the big team battle map." Uh, uh, containment from Halo 2. Yeah, they're going to be bringing back some of the old maps. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I would like to see that happen sooner than later. He drops an additional, very generous $5 super chat and says, a horror Halo game uh, where you are a, a, a Marine ex escaping the flood. Yeah, I've talked about that as well. I, I'd like to see that happen. That would be pretty dope. Um, Dicato, a good friend of the program, uh, drops a $5 super chat and says, they would always go the path of having preservation, start doing old Xbox games into mobile form. Yeah, I mean, hmm. you, you know what would be a really cool one? Um, Fusion Frenzy would be a great mobile game because, uh, you know, that's, you know, you're, you're playing against other players. Uh, that would be pretty dope uh, as, as a mobile game as well. I, I'd love to see, and Dave, you, you, you really knocked it out of the park. Viva Pinata is so primed. From mobile, it's it's bonkers. Uh, we also have Raiden Blade, good friend of the program, drops not one but two two pound super chats, and he's been a channel member for over a year. He says, "I can see pre the the pre registration for Mighty Doom." Yeah, it, it, just go go to iOS if you have uh, Apple, or go to Android, type in Mighty Doom, and you're gonna see it pop up. And and once you you, you start to download, it'll tell you that you're pre registered. Uh, Brett Bingham drops a very, uh, generous $5 super chat and says, is Sony Interactive Entertainment suggesting that they're, they are they are second class? Interesting change of narrative for sure. Yeah, they're not second class. They're full of it is what they are. Um, Brett Bingham drops an additional $2 super chat and says, Sony said it themselves they are second rate. <laughs> and Raiden Blade who's been a channel member for a while, for 22 months, says, ask ABK if Sony advised them to nerf Call of Duty. That Call of Duty should not look better or run better on other platforms. It should run best on only on PlayStation. That's that's pretty interesting. I, I don't know if that's if they have information or they're willing to give that information, but um, Lazy Couch Gamer drops a very generous five-pound super chat and says, Jim Ryan, the CEO with a $5 haircut, or does his what is it I, momentum? Oh, uh, I guess maybe his mom cut his hair. Seriously, <laughs> what the f? Thanks for the great content, boom! Thank you, brother. 
uh, and appreciate that and appreciate all the super chats that come in because obviously they allow for all. Well, I've, I've spent a lot of development dollars in making the channel very uniform. If you go to the YouTube channel itself, you will see that there's a new logo for the channel. The the uh, the banner matches the intros. The match the uh, the intros match the um you know the overlays, and that's all thanks to Sean Labrie. He's been helping me out with that. Uh, we have a few other things in the work, which we'll be announcing soon enough. But uh, uh, fuzzy, let's get your 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 hot take opinion on this. Um, can Square Enix uh, survive if they only use PlayStation? As a as a source of income, because it to me it just doesn't make any sense. Right now, they they, they seem to be making uh, systematic bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the the biggest ones was when they sold off. Uh, what do you call it? Eidos uh, Montreal and and uh, what do you call them? Uh, Crystal Dynamics, because what do you call them? Uh, Embracer Group went and sold just the IP for double what they paid for the studio. So it's like. I don't know if that's why the the CEO is kind of getting the boot or leaving, uh, you know, because of the embarrassment of getting, you know, selling the stuff for half price. But I, I think they can probably survive. It's just how much do they have to keep on scaling back or, or you know, absorbing some of their own studios and things like that. Like right now, from a square standpoint, <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy 16 really needs to do like 10 million, <laughs> not right off the bat, but it, as close as they can get to 10 million as fast as they can. Uh, with Forspoken not quite hitting the numbers, uh, what was that Babylon Fall or something like that didn't quite do the numbers, and uh, just it, it seems like they're never satisfied with any nope. of the stuff as far as w- the, it didn't meet expectations, which I guess they should have on their uh. Mission it, statement it, 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 or something, yeah, but um, it I think they can survive. It's just right now they they. If, if I was the new Square guy, um, one the I wouldn't talk about yeah. NFTs because everybody. I mean, NFTs is like that that bad word that makes everybody run away kind of thing. So nobody's going to want to see their new NFT game. I mean. I think about the only people that can probably get away with NFTs in the game right now would be uh, uh, Rockstar and Take Two with uh, Grand Theft Auto Six, and they're but, not um, even doing it. Yeah, I, I saw I saw that announcement that, that their next big thing is going to be NFTs. That that that's a buzzword, man. That, that that's yeah. like three D TVs. It was like three <laughs> D TVs put on the glass. Wow, that's amazing. And then like like a year later, it was it's gone. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. No, but they, they're definitely going to have to make some changes. I mean, me personally, I would try to make sure everything is on every platform. And considering like what we had talked about earlier with Microsoft doing the mobile stuff, if I'm not mistaken, Square is one of the largest Japanese publishers that does mobile gaming or one of the largest publishers in Japan uh, as far as mobile gaming is concerned. So if anything, with Microsoft you know, going all in on, on mobile now, I would want to partner up with those guys, at least on that front. You know, the heck with Sony says, because <laughs> it seems like they're helping them make all the wrong decisions. But I, I, I would at least get that foot going and, and continue making money off of the mobile games and see if we can't find a, a new store to put them in as well. But as far as outside of Final Fantasy 16, I I, I, I think a lot of this seems like they're willing to wait 
that extra year after you know Sony picked the the better you know publisher or a better studio with going with Bungie first. I, I think Square is willing to wait that extra year for Sony to consider giving them that ring next year. But uh, I don't know. It seems like the writing's on the wall. I, I'm not saying they're closing, but it, it's not looking too promising at this moment. Like they're they're probably one or two games not hitting expectations away from probably, you know, either doing mass layoffs or studio closures or something. But, uh, you know, let's hope Sony can, you know, hold them through with, with Final Fantasy 16. And when they do the part two for, for Final Fantasy 7, see if that can't bring some some revenue and life back into that company. Otherwise, I, I think it's uh, lights out. It, it, it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, like like I I I don't know how many people played through it or played played it at all. Uh, Octopath Traveler was mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, Octopath Traveler two, it's it's unbelievable how good that game looks. Now it's only available, and I say only, <laughs> it's available everywhere, <laughs> but Xbox, which is it's. It's mind blowing. It's available on the Switch, which I, I have it for. It's amazing. Uh, PS5, yes, you can play it there. PC, mm-hmm. yes, you can play it there. You can't play it on Xbox, even though Octopath Traveler 1 was on Xbox. Actually, came to Xbox Game Pass, which is I, I don't I don't understand it. It's just it's just bonkers to me. But that's a that's a good that's a that's a great IP. I would imagine it's going to continue. I would imagine I don't know what the sales are. For Octopath Traveler too, but I would imagine that it's it, it's good because it's a fantastic game. Um, it is concerning, folks, that Square Enix as a whole, which is a pretty big company, if if, if they're only selling because I, I what I have in front of me, folks, and again, I could not. I looked while everyone was talking. I have uh, uh, directly from Square Enix their site dot com, literally from their site. They reported on Friday, August seventh. 2020 that they have uh shipped over 5 million and sold digital uh, over 5 million shipped and sold digitally worldwide a final fantasy 7 remake part one now from 2020 to 2023 i mean you guys tell me what you think i mean obviously we know that um this was uh sony did give this away on playstation plus right Mm -hmm. so you know, they, they did give the game away. Um, how many copies were actually sold more than the 5 million? What what do you want to put it at? Uh, you know, um, 6.5, Crazy Lou, may, maybe 7 if you want to be generous, but probably not more than that. Uh, they, they cannot continue Crazy Lou, at least in my opinion. I'm not a business major. I'm just saying it seems pretty ridiculous that you are boxing out an entire Xbox platform who has gone out of their way when a game is released and is something that people want to play, like Outriders, for instance, that dropped in the Xbox Game Pass day and date. It's, listen, perfect example of the failings is Forspoken. Forspoken, I mean, is just a horrendous example of how to do business. Now, am I saying that it would have done better on Xbox? Probably not. The game is just not that good. The studio that made it is no longer a studio. They're just part of Square Enix. They just say, hey, come on in. You don't have a studio name. You go here. You go there. You go there. 
and that's how they did their business. That game, someone someone had posted, I don't know if it's true or not, and I don't want to go based on rumors, that they found copies of this in the garbage. Is that true? I I, I don't know. Is this an ET scenario from the Atari 2600? Potentially. But the, game, the game did not do good. Yes, sir. Uh, just on, on that point, uh, as a former manager of a GameStop, um, what they found were the metal containers. In other words, they were the bonus. Oh, they were the steel books. Steel books. So okay. there wasn't games in them. So it was it was strictly the steel books. But still, you're as a store manager, we if we if we if people walked in and still bought the game, and we still had those left, we would just give them to them. I, yeah, I, guess, I got plenty of steel books like that from the people yeah. that I, I go to my local GameStop for years, and they yeah. always like, "Hey, you want a steel book? Yeah, I'll take it. I, I have a huge collection of yeah. them. Yeah, but definitely not a good look for them. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's it's certainly not. Um, but listen, Crazy Lou, let, let's get your final take on this. We'll get everyone uh, the H out of here. Um, I mean, can Square Enix survive as a company? Uh, we saw they got rid of uh, you know uh, Idos Montreal. We saw they got rid of uh, Crystal Dynamics, uh, two studios that they threw under the bus on a regular basis. Um, just about every game that isn't Final Fantasy has a, a, you know again an asterisk next to it. Did not meet our expectations. I don't think they've ever said that by Final Fantasy. To be honest with you, I don't recall seeing that. But can they survive? doing what they're doing why why not at some point say this strategy is not working can we get a deal with xbox here's here's what i'm thinking this is this i'm gonna give you like a wild thing because i've, I've seen this be behavior over the years and this is something that i see sony do i mean as, as a businessman this is what i see what they're doing and it's actually it works for them it's not bad it's actually a good thing well Bad for the square, but a good thing for them because this is what they do. I mean, let's talk a little bit about Insomnia. Let's talk a little bit about um, Blue Point Games. I mean, they've been making games only for Sony for years, and then all of a sudden it comes up out of nowhere and buys them for what? Cheap. They buy them for cheap. I mean, what was it? Insomnia was for $380 million, was it? I mean, such a great studio. They bought it for cheap. So what I think I think is that Sony is and Square are actually negotiating behind the scenes. I think they're sitting down and talking. And what I'm thinking is that Sony is actually about to make a deal to them and is about to buy them. So I don't see Square, you know, making more deals with Xbox because because the way Square is working right now, the way it's going. I mean, look, like you said, looking for Spoken, they were they were trying to push for Spoken. And when I saw the demo before the game came out, I literally saw Battlefield 2042 in my head. I was like, man, we're getting battle. I got Battlefield vibes. So the game is going to come out broken. It's not going to come out good. And guess what? A month later, boom, it came out bad. And what did they do? They they grabbed that studio. They said, come over here. So the thing is, that what I'm seeing is this, that Sony's actually setting these guys up. You know, they're, they're sitting down negotiating behind the scenes. And I'm thinking they're going to sit down and say, hey, we're going to get you. We're going to buy you. We're going to get you for cheap. Because I don't see something that Square is not doing as great as it did before. The games... Okay, I mean, like I, I've said this before on here, I feel like every time I, I play a score game, I feel like I'm playing a 360 game. I feel like it's the same thing since Xbox 360. I don't see like an improvement along the way, you know? I have not seen that. And not only that, they need, they need, an, uh, they need something new. They need, they need something refreshed. They need something to, you know, to, to get back to the way they were. And since Sony closed down their Japan studio, which they did, I think this will be a good option for them to get since... You know, Final Fantasy is such a huge game, and they they have made that RPG woof, immense, and a lot of people love it. 
And so I, that's what I'm, I'm seeing Sony aiming for. I'm seeing them trying to get Square for cheap. And sooner or later, we'll probably get that announcement as soon as the ABK deal closes. Probably we're going to get that announcement that Sony will get Square under their hands and change things around. Because really, Survive, uh, I don't know. Because the way they're doing things, I mean, I'm 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 not happy about them because, like, for example, if I have to pay seventy dollars for again, like for spoken, and I get it, and it comes out the way it's broken, I would have been really mad. I mean, I would have been a person to say, "Hey, give me my money back. I don't want to pay for this game," you know, because it's sad enough that they're, they're letting these games come out broken, and especially such a company that has made a lot of good games over the years, great games, but that's the thing I'm seeing face forward that Sony and them are negotiating, and I don't think they're gonna deal with Xbox anymore. And that's going to happen sooner or later. Well, I mean, if it does, then it's shame on it's shame on Square Enix. And yeah. if Sony is priming them for a cheap buy, if like, like you're suggesting, then it's shame on them for allowing that to happen. Um, look, uh, I've said this. I've said it from the beginning. I, I think they should buy them. They should acquire them. I don't think that's in the cards, at least for now. They can't afford it. They literally cannot afford it with the monies that they have uh, left from uh, their fiscal budget for 2024, fiscal end of fiscal 2024, that was announced by the Square Enix president. They have $5.1 billion. That sounds like a lot of money, wow. and it is a lot of money, but it's not a lot of money to invest because that's not specifically for PlayStation investment. That is for Sony Interactive Entertainment across the board. That is movies, that is electronics, that is PlayStation. I don't think that's enough money to make uh to spend on one big acquisition now. So I don't know if this happens. We'll see. Um, yeah. but listen, folks, this has been a solid. It actually went a little bit longer than I thought, 20 minutes longer, an hour and 50 minutes, almost a two-hour show. Uh, thank you. A big big thank you to all the super chats. Again, those do help more than you know. I have been investing into the channel with lighting, a new camera's on the way. I spent a lot of money in development for the channel to make it all look one uniform channel shout out to uk lad for the very nice compliment i'm glad you think everything looks good that comes the way of sean labrie who i'm working with right now we have a few other things uh that we're working on uh shout out of course to ben kenobi who did all of the designs from scratch for the merch store that is available if you're interested in uh checking out what we have available in merch for double barrel gaming uh, we launched that over the weekend. Uh, we have teamed up with uh, Teespring to bring you uh, currently it's five or six designs. My particular favorite is the Xbox Factor podcast. Uh, if you take a look at it, it is all of the Xboxes stacked on top of each other with the with the matching controllers. Uh, ben Kenobi did an amazing job. He actually did all the designs, uh, and he did an amazing job. That's one of my absolute favorites as well. Uh, Dave, if you wouldn't mind, brother, just drop that link into the yeah, chat. Dinner. If you got, you, uh, thank you, brother. I definitely appreciate that. If you want to see, um, but listen, let's get to the outros. Uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the Xbox International podcast where they can subscribe, help you and the guys get to 1K, and more importantly, where can people see some of your crazy antics on the socials? Talk about it, brother. Oh, man, Mr. Boobstick, like always, thank you for having me here every single Monday, hanging out with you guys at the Xbox Lunch Week Special at Noonish. You can also find me at Twitter at Crazy Louie Gaming, where I say good morning and do all sorts of crazy stuff. 
And last but not least, Xbox International Podcast, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. with me, The Big Plume, Silent Cypher, and Blue discussing everything that's going on on the gaming world. I love it, brother. Thank you so much for being here. And, of course, thank you for what you do on the Xbox International Podcast with your other members. Uh, You guys do a great job over there. It's always fun. It's always a fun listen. And that's really what it's about, right? You're supposed to come here, not argue, not fight, uh, just because we have different opinions. We're, you know, don't insult each other because my opinion is different. Don't accuse of making things up when, you know, it's just I, I give credit where credit is due. I, I like to read directly from the reports. If you don't like what I'm saying, that's okay, but I don't make anything up for clicks. That's something we don't do here. And ask anyone that has been subscribed long enough. And again, just throwing it out there, if you want to continue to have a conversation with the incredible gamers that come to each and every one of the shows you you can do that for no you don't have to again no channel memberships no super chats but you gotta at least be subscribed to the channel that is something i'm going to get done as soon as this podcast is done with dave um i'm again it's it's what it really does is it takes pressure off lethal papa who's one of the major mods here to keep the a-holes away uh, again, if you if you want to have a conversation, let's have a conversation. But we're not gonna. It, it, what it really does is, it, it, if you want to you want to talk to us, you got to be at least subscribed. That doesn't cost anything. And we're thirty three subs away from twelve k. And I've actually been messaged in YouTube. Hey, I'm not gonna sub your channel because I don't want to see twelve k. Okay, not a problem. I mean, I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. But you definitely need to sit down and talk with somebody. There's a couch ho- that has your name on it because you're angry. Uh, and don't be angry at me because I like Xbox. Uh, Web Dave, sell your brand, brother. Then you got a lot going on. Not only did you have an incredible show on Sunday with Pong Soul and Mav, but you also have your interviews, which of course you sat down with the uh, the maker of an incredible artwork that I think more people need to check out which, of course, is called Frame a Game. I have two frames, two Resident Evil frames from them. They're amazing. Talk about it, brother, and where can people reach out to you on social media? Thanks, Boom. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, the the uh, Frame a Game interview that I did, which is available now, uh, and uh, the link is uh, in the description right there. I just dropped it in. If you want to click on that and subscribe and, and watch the interviews, there, I have over 50 interviews now. Uh, from content creators uh, and uh, members of the community, all different kinds, from developers to programmers to to great talk show uh, hosts like Mr. Boomstick, uh, Crazy Lou Gaming, Fuzzy Belvedere. They're also their interviews are up there as well as Randall Thor 19 Dealer, uh, Colt Eastwood, and so many more. Um, Hargi Chani. There's a whole bunch of great ones in there. Um, oh my gosh, Kaysante. You name it. Uh, pretty much, uh, I don't got them so far, and going to get more all the time. Got more lined up. Uh, it's so much fun to interview people to find out just a little bit more about them. Um, you know, the, the, sometimes you just don't necessarily get we, we're just listening to the shows that you may be curious about. Uh, you know, for example, Mr. Boomstick story. Absolutely amazing. And uh, I loved hearing it and loved talking about it. Uh, it was great. Uh, the show that I do with Retri, uh, Gamers Council on uh, Saturdays, um, or excuse me, on Sundays. <laughs> get the right day right there, Dave. Uh, it dropped last night, and uh, and it's it's new show, uh, but we're growing every week. We're getting more and more people jumping in, and uh, we love it. It's uh, you, you get a chance to be part of the conversation. So not only do we, we have like a, a topic we start off with, but 
the the show is driven by the chat and then we're not talking super chats we're just talking chats because i don't have the super chats yet but even then we're still going to communicate with uh, if you have a a perspective or an idea or something you want to talk about or or just a point you want to get across we'll bring it up in the show and and get it out there because to me i I just want to something a little different something that's not necessarily the, the norm and uh so far it's working out pretty good people seem to like it and hopefully it'll continue to grow uh, guys, thanks uh, for everything you do, uh, Boom. Uh, make sure everybody goes in. And if you've been wanting that merchandise like me, you definitely want to uh, to jump on it and get that uh, get Boom's uh, stuff. It's it's a, the link is in the description of the of this video. Plus, also it's in the chat. I've dropped it several times up there uh, that you can click on it and uh, browse through. He's got a lot of great merch, including coffee cups, shirts, hoodies, all kinds of stuff. Um, and for you know, women, guys, all sizes. Even a fat guy says, I got my fat shirt ordered. Woohoo! Just saying. Thanks. Man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for the channel, the support. And of course, uh, again, I definitely appreciate you dropping it in there. Yeah, again, the merch thing, I didn't want to just launch it and just launch it to launch it. I, I had to make sure that we had the designs and get and get the designs done. That's why I went with Ben Kenobi, who again created all of them from scratch. Uh, we also had one that was donated by the uh, by the Richter. Uh, he did the one that's Mr. Boomstick XL as Captain America, and there's also there's also uh, a, a Hydra one which looks really really cool, and uh, we more more on the way, folks. More more on the way, so stay tuned. That Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the best place for everything and anything racing. But more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? I just want to thank you for having me on. It's always awesome being on here on Mondays with you guys, especially when there's like new news and in, in the uh, the early part of the week and just some exciting things up and coming as far as gaming and whatnot. So always a good time. Thank you for everyone in the chat and those who will catch the uh, the replay of the show. Always appreciate you guys just interacting with us, watching us, you know, giving us feedback and whatnot. For, for those that want to hear all of my uh, rants, rambles, and, and anything racing-related, just follow me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere, as well as YouTube, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. I'll more than likely start doing a video series of my yes. excitement leading up to Forza Motorsport, and I'll even discuss a lot of the things that I like with uh, GT7 in, in comparison, not like console war comparison but just right. <laughs> cool things that we see in racing games as a whole like i'm i'm old school nascar racing 2003 fan so a lot of that stuff i'm seeing in in these up and coming games from a game from 20 years ago is is good to see and the progress they've made over the years but uh thank you so much for your time look forward to seeing you guys on breakfast with boom friday morning uh right here on this channel at 10 a.m friday look thank you brother you Yes, and so it's great to have you a part of that show as well. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the Xbox Lunch Break Special. Big shout-out to the near 500 people we had here today. Uh, again, uh, if you like the, like like what you heard, give you know thumbs up. If you didn't, you know hit the thumbs down. What can I tell you? I'm not going to argue with you. You know, you take the time to listen. I, may, I hope that we provide enough entertainment and fun. And, of course, we don't use console war uh, shenanigans as a driving, you know, part for any a, any aspect of the show yes i like xbox but yes i like playstation and i love nintendo i, I really do i'm a nintendo head sorry I just, uh, but it's okay to have an it's okay to have an opinion it's okay to have a like you enjoy the console you like you don't have to be a jerk about it uh and that's the truth but ladies and gentlemen 
I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. Hey.